Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to So You Want to Be a Zoom Host, or rather, you want to host a Zoom call? Yeah, that's what it is. That's what we call it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, whatever it is. I'm Cindy. (laughs) And I'm Mika. And we're here to work with you guys on at least demonstrating what is what does it mean to be a Zoom host and give you a behind-the-scenes view of actually what takes place as the host. So this will not be a one-on-one opportunity for you to actually do hosting, but hopefully we'll give you enough tools that you could maybe open up a Zoom room of your own with a few friends and practice. Uh, We will be locking the room at 10 minutes after so that we don't have people coming in and out. And I thought before we get started, I would talk a little bit about terminology and some about what the thought process is, at least from my perspective on hosting a call. I also want to clarify that the things that we are going to cover are things we do here in our ACB community. There is a lot that we could, we probably could teach this for one week straight and not cover everything. And there's plenty that Mika and I don't know about Zoom and hosting uh, because we know what we know, right? Uh, But we've been doing this for over five months now. Whoa. And it's crazy, isn't it? Half a year. Can you believe that? (laughs) Almost half a year. Yeah. Um, So our first call that we did was on March 17th. And we're not that far away from it being six months. So, and uh, anyway, I'm going to do speech on demand. So I'm not hearing everybody coming in because it's very annoying. Um. So let's talk about host. When when Zoom came up with their language, I think it was because the Zoom host initially is the person that owns the account and opens the room. So we can't have somebody else open the room for us. If you're the host of the account, you have to open the room or, or you have to provide somebody the credentials to do that. So... That's how Zoom host came into being. But typically, if you're running a lot of calls, and this week alone, right now we have 73 scheduled for next Sunday, tomorrow through Saturday. So 73 calls. Fortunately, several of them are on other people's accounts. And I'm not responsible to open those rooms. I'm grateful for that. Um, But, you know, you'll see me pop in get a call started, and then I'll leave because I'm not going to stay at all of the calls. And I give the hosting privilege to someone else. If I'm going to stay in the meeting, I will likely give co-host privilege to the person that's actually doing the hosting. That way, I I still could do it too. So, uh, there's privileges that a host has that co-hosts don't. But for the most part, they're all across the board the same. So one distinct privilege, I guess you would say, is that a host can create co-hosts. 
co-hosts can't create co-hosts. So it's kind of like, you know, a mom can create babies, but babies can't create babies, I guess, you know. So, <laughs> well, well, that's an analogy. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, you never know what's going I hate that I was also thinking the same thing. Though, so you're not so seriously, uh, thank you. Okay. Also, a host can end the call for everyone. A co-host cannot. So kind of along the same analogy, I can bring you into this world and I can take you out. <laughs> I, <laughs> I open the room. I can close the room oh. with the host. <laughs> I'm in rare form today, aren't I? <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, got to have a little fun. This is um, great. Exactly. <laughs> the host or co-host's job is to really act as security and to run the mic. So think about being in a room, a meeting, people come in, they file into the room, they sit down at tables, and you have somebody up at the podium that is your facilitator or your moderator. And in our conference calls, they're the ones that are, you know, running the call. The host is there to support them in that endeavor. So the host will run the mic. So they're the mic runner, but they don't have to have tennies on. <laughs> they get to uh, just acknowledge people with their raised hands. And depending on how it's set up, we often will just call on somebody and say, okay, you can talk. Uh, if they don't unmute, there is a button uh, to next to their name that will say, ask them to unmute. And so if we double tap, or I mean, excuse me, if we enter on that, then they'll get a little pop-up that says, the host has asked you to unmute. <laughs> um, but usually people un unmute themselves without any trouble. And really, we've been doing this long enough now that people, I think, have gotten pretty used to the kind of behavior that's expected of them in our calls, which is really good. Um, and it's helpful as a host. People meet Believe themselves me. now. Yeah. It is the best thing. It is. So once somebody starts talking, we'll usually lower their hand. And uh, we'll demonstrate that for you in just a few minutes. Uh, in the lineup in the participants list, people are in alphabetical order while muted. And then numerical order following that. So phone numbers are at the end. And again, I'll demonstrate this in a minute. Um, when people raise their hands, they shoot toward the top of the list. And one of the things that I like to say Zoom gives us all egos or feeds our egos, because when you look at the participant list, you are always the most important person. You are always at the top of the list. Well, of your list, because uh, I'm also important and I'm at the top of my list. And Mika's important. at the top of her list and so on and so on. So uh, that's how it works. And when you raise your hand, people are put in order as they've raised their hand. So if somebody decides that it's taking too long and they lower their hand and they raise their hand again, they're put to the end of that raised hand list. So it's really important that people keep their hand up. I mean, you don't even have to use any muscles to do that. So it's not a big deal. I want to talk a little bit about a host. I said that it's not just about the mic runner, but it's also about security. So 
a host really does have the responsibility of making sure that the calls are kept safe and respectful. And that means that if we have the unfortunate incident of getting a Zoom bomber, which is somebody that's unwelcomed, uninvited, and unwanted that comes into the room, they often will try and do screen share, they'll share music, they'll share uh, inappropriate photos, uh, they'll make inappropriate comments in chat if that's available, and they often will unmute themselves and cause havoc. And when that occurs, it can be pretty stressful for the host because they want to take care of it instantaneously as quickly as possible. So one of the things that people can do is <clears throat> first and foremost, not say anything um, and allow the host to do what they need to do. And they may try and find and, and maybe be able to quickly find the person and boot them out. They may need to mute everybody uh, to get the, the disgusting behavior stopped at least you know, verbally. Um, and as a last resort, they may need to close the meeting. So those are those are the things that I see a host needing to do if something gets really out of hand. We have really been fortunate in our calls to not really have this happening. I know of three occasions that it's happened in the last five months. One of them was a vendor at our convention. So it was not on our on our site. One of them was a community call that was not one of our accounts. So we didn't set it up and and uh, we believe that it had gotten shared through social media. And one of them was early on before we started using passwords or passcodes. And so those are the only ones I know of. Um, and let's keep it that way and hope that we don't have any more. Uh, However, we do sometimes get someone who refuses to mute themselves or stay muted. This is someone who may be making noise. <clears throat> we'll ask them to everybody to mute. They don't. We mute them. They unmute themselves and continue making noise. <clears throat> we mute them. They unmute themselves. They continue making noise. <clears throat> I encourage hosts to give somebody in that case a, a warning that... And it might be something like this. Um, there is someone that continues to unmute themselves and I've muted you twice. I'm going to mute you again. <clears throat> if you unmute yourself and make noise, I will remove you from the meeting. And that's all that needs to be said. Once that's said, if they decide to unmute and there's noise, we just go over and we, un and we remove them. And they can't come back in that, that particular meeting. They're not banned from our community or anything like that. They can come back to another event and maybe they'll realize, oh, that must have been me that she was talking to or he was talking to, right? So um, that really is a last resort and it isn't something that we just do just because, um, but it, you know, if we ask people to mute and they don't, uh, we're watchful. We know who they are, if they unmute again and so on. Um, let's see. A host will typically speak with the facilitator prior to a meeting starting and find out how they want to run the meeting. We highly recommend that facilitators use raised hands 
and keep a meeting running orderly. Um, but there are some social events that have less people on them and the, the tone is different and they will, you know, run where people in, in the old days, <laughs> three months ago, even we would run this way and we would ask people just to say their first name and then we'd call on them. The problem is, is when you get 40 or 50 people in a room, it's pretty hard and you have six people saying their name at the same time. Even three people saying their name at the same time, sometimes it's hard to distinguish a name and the quieter person gets left out and overlooked. And we don't want anybody to feel left out or overlooked. And so, you know, the raised hands keeps everything kind of fair. Uh, is there something that I might have missed, Mika, that you can think of? Um, no, not that I am able to think of right now. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Oh, we're past, the room must be locked, right? Yes. All right. That's great. I did lock it at 10 after, right. right on time. You are good, Shannon. She's Thank our, you. Our, our security. That's Anna. our security. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's, um, sh Mika, could you give me host privileges so that I can do screen share, please? I thought I did. Well, you gave then me co-host. Oh, 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 I guess I can yeah. do it, right, with co-host. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I don't know what I'm thinking. Um, so screen sharing is... Um, Alt S on the on the PC, and I'm going to just share. Well, I could share my whole screen actually. I guess that might be good for those that I don't know if I'm doing that right though. Still, make sure that the sound thingy is checked. I did. And then when you go to, you just have to select your screen, and then but you still have to go to the button. Okay. All right, I'm going to share screen. screen or not, but okay. So, uh, first, to get to the participants list, it's Alt U, and everything I'm going to give at this point is PC commands. We have been working on a document that we will be making available uh, through Google Docs. I have to finish it up this weekend, and I'll be sharing it uh, likely on Monday. Uh, on the community email uh, and probably more than once so people have it uh, that's going to have some tips as well as the commands and it will include commands for the Mac but today we will not be covering the Mac because I don't use the Mac and I don't want to pretend that I know something I don't know so I go to the top of the list and there's my name. Just like I said, I am at the top because I am the most important person on my list. Annotation content render window. What? Find a participant. Do that. Find a participant. I want to. If I want to find someone, uh, let's say. Find a participant. I want to see if someone is here. So I'm going to write Shannon's name. 
And Shannon Curry came up, and now I have all focus only on Shannon. And I am, I shift tab to clear search keyword button, input search keyword Shannon edit Shannon input, type of text, rail. And clear search keyword button, there's activate, a clear, clear Shannon Curry co host, there's a name on the tab, recording to the cloud, to move to an item, press the arrow key, ask to unmute button to activate, press I can ask her to unmute. More options for Shannon Curry button drop down. And there's more options. Now I'm going to enter on more options. Context menu to navigate, press up or down arrow, chat. So I could chat. Chat. Oh, well. Type button. More options for Shannon Curry. Chat. That's all it wants me to do. Ask I'm going to go button. to somebody Shannon else Curry, because. Computer audio music. Clear search keyword. Input search keyword. Find the part. Cindy Alice, co-host. Mika White, Shannon Curry. Andrea Connor, Y. Conda, I.L. Computer audio music. Andrea, I'm going to click on your Ask name. button. More options for Andrea Connor, Y. And let's see what. Remove. I, okay. Chat so <clears throat> I could remove. remove Andrea, but I wouldn't do that. Room. I could put her in the waiting room, which is kind of like a timeout. I mean, you know, that's another tool as a host. If you had somebody that was giving you trouble and, you know, you that's the first thing you found. I mean, you could just put somebody into the waiting room until you figured out for sure who the person was that was a troublemaker, for example. So if you didn't want to just start removing people and and maybe re removing the wrong person. Um, I guess the, the one thing I want to say is, is that if you're in the situation and you're needing to remove somebody quickly, let me just say, it, there's adrenaline is running high, time is of the essence, and we may remove people that were innocent. And we just got to do the best we can at that moment. Rename. We could rename Andrea. So if I wanted to rename Andrea, I could easily do that. I'd click on that and I'll do that. I have Andrea, Connor, Connor comma, why Connor? and I'm going to just, comma. I'm going to remove Connor. and I'm Man. going to just name her Andrea. Case. More options for Andrea Connor. Why Connor? And now, Ask the button. Andrea, computer audio there, her name is just Andrea. So that's how we would rename. Ask the More options for Andrea button drop down. Um, but I'm going to go back in here chat and e. show you that there's chat. Allow to record. Allow to record. So as the host, I could give her permission to record the meeting. Rename. Um, Put in waiting room. Remove. I am not given the option to make her a host or a co-host because I am a co-host. So remember, I can't do that. But Mika would be able to have that uh, option available. Allow to record. Okay. All right. So button. that is... And I would like to ask if you live on the West Coast, raise your hand. It's Alt Y. On Alert, the PC, Brown, raise it Alert, two participants, raise is Alert, three participants, raise option Y if you're on the Alert, Mac, four participants, raise hand. star 9 Alert, five if you're on raise the hand. phone, and Alert, six participants, raise hand. if you're on the iPhone, it is more on the Alert, lower right, and hand. then the raise hand feature. So we have seven raised hands. Now, Zoom does this crazy thing, like... Now I cannot arrow up and down. I, I was arrowing up and down just fine, but I need to tab. Mute button. More options for lower hand button. Ask to the mute button. 
More options for invite type button. Mute all them. More options for input search keyword. Cindy Hollis. Now I'm back to my list. So sometimes you have to do that. Mika White host. Computer Wesley Brown. Computer audio muted. Video alert. No error. Left the meeting. Melissa Hudson. Computer audio muted. No error. Eight participants raised hand. Melissa Hudson. Computer audio muted. No video connected. Hand raised. And you see it says hand raised. Nathan Brandon. Computer audio muted. Video off. Hand raised. Sherry Richardson. Computer audio muted. Video off. Trina. Computer audio muted. Video off. Hand raised. Jairus Musson. Computer audio muted. Video off. Hand raised. S. J. Story. Jenny. Computer audio muted. Video off. Hand raised. J. Computer audio muted. Video off. Shannon Curry, co-host. And we're down to Shannon, who's a co-host. So I'm going to go up here, and I'm going to say, Wes, you can unmute yourself. Please tell me the state you live in. Wesley Brown, computer audio unmuted. Wes, we don't hear you. Oregon. There you go. Thank you so much. And Shannon, if you could lower hands as I go, that'd be great. Melissa Hudson alert. Wesley Brown has lowered hand. All right. And it just said that Wes's hand was lowered. Melissa Hudson, computer audio. Melissa, you can unmute. Melissa Hudson, computer audio unmuted, no video connected, hand raised, F. What state do am you I, live in, Melissa? Can you hear me? Barely, but go ahead. I am I am in Washington State. There you go, that's Hello, better, Melissa. Melissa. Well, Nathan I, Brandon, okay, I'm going to lower the next hand. Um, White, host, computer, Nathan, Brandon, Nathan you can let us know where you live. You need to unmute, Washington Nathan. State. There you are, thank you, Nathan. And I want to show you that I need to tab. Lower hand button. And I'm on lower hand. I hit enter, and his hand is lowered. Okay, we're not going to go through everybody, even though I love you guys. Uh, thank you for raising your hand. I want to show people where I'm going to go to lower all hands. Lots, so of, I'm gonna hand. Lots of West Coasters today. Yes, this is great. <laughs> so, I'm going to go to more options, and I'm going to enter. Well, that's all the music. Mute participants upon entry check. Allow part allow participants place on with the naval weight block meeting. Lower all hands. And I'm going to lower all hands. hands and I'm out of there. Input search keyword find the part. Shannon Curry co-host. All right. So that is that is really how it's done as a host. Um, a lot of tabbing. I always tell people keep on tabbing, keep on tabbing. Shift tab doesn't always work. You can try it, but if it looks like you're not going to get to where you thought you should be, just tab. It's circular, all of the selections. If you lose complete focus of your participant list, hit escape. Escape can be your friend and alt you again, and you'll pop right back in. So it's pretty easy. Um, so Mika, I'm going to stop screen sharing and I would like you to cover what's in the more options, if you don't mind. May I ask a question? Um, we're going to have Not questions yet. at the end. So hang tight with them though. Okay. Right. I stopped. You can go for it, Mika. <clears throat> okay. So... Um, we're going to go back to this box up at the top, this, participants, the uh, participants list area. And sometimes you can shift tab to it, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to tab and make it easy. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, your speech is really fast. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, mine was two, but I had one job. Yours is really fast. <laughs> okay. Okay. More options to manage all participants. Drop down button. So I'm on my drop down list. Um, usually a down arrow will work. It but didn't work for me just a little bit ago. Sometimes <laughs> you have to press enter. And I like to say that Zoom is is consistently inconsistent. So. Menu. Ask all. Lock okay. meeting. 
Ask all to unmute. So our first, the first um, choice here is to ask everyone to unmute. So if I press this button, if I press enter on this, everybody would get a notification saying, the host has asked you to unmute. And let us just say that as a host, that is one to stay away from. You probably never want to unmute everyone, especially if you've got a big group. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, <laughs> in fact, it's I accidentally right? pressed <laughs> enter on it and then, and then got mad when everybody like unmuted. And I'm like, why did you unmute? Because you, you told us, us to. to. <laughs> um, mute participants upon entry checkbox. Check. So this is uh, this is one of my favorites. So mute participants upon entry. So if I press enter, and I will not right now, but if I were to press enter, raised hand alert. Hang um, tight on the raised hands, guys. We'll get to you in a little bit. So if I were to press enter, it would put me in a dialogue box that would ask me. Okay, I'll do it. Inputs. More options to me menu. Ask all to unmute. So I want you to hear what's in this box. Check. So right now, I unchecked it when I press enter. So I'm going to press enter here. Mute participants upon entry. All the new participants will be muted. Window. So anyone coming into this meeting would be muted. Which this is, does not. Which, this does not mute though. Everybody that's already in here. This is just for new people coming in. Isn't that true, Mika? Will be muted. Yes. Allow participants to unmute themselves. Checkbox check. Um. So there's the allow participants to unmute themselves. Um. Which which basically means right now it's checked. Which means that if you wanted to. You could unmute yourself at your leisure. We would ask you not to do that. If it was unchecked, you would not be able to unmute yourself unless you were prompted by us hitting the, like going to your name and going to ask, ask to unmute. And by default, that, that is checked. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, you know, if at you least don't... for our calls, it's not for, it's not for like usual rooms. So you do. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That's because that in the settings, right? Is that yes. what it is? Yeah. Okay. Got it. So let's go to continue. Continue button. <clears throat> Participants 55. Mute all. Alt plus F. More up. Menu. Ask all. Mute. Allow participants to so unmute the, themselves. So also the allow participants to mute and unmute themselves is back in that more options button as well. So let's say, for example, um, so before we moved the Apple presentations to webinar, um, I was finding I was finding as a host that it was a little stressful when he was pulling in, when the instructor was pulling in a large crowd. And even though we would ask people to stay muted, they wouldn't all the time. Um, and then I'm trying to track them down. And then I'm accidentally muting Matt. And, <laughs> um, you know, and it was just frustrating. So at one point I went in here, I pressed enter on ask, um, on allow people to mute and unmute themselves. And I kind of made it as a makeshift webinar <laughs> so that nobody was able to unmute themselves unless they, um, unless I prompted them. Then I would go back in before the, if I remembered, before a question and answer session started, and I would check that box again to let people mute and unmute themselves so I wouldn't have to always prompt, prompt them. them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then, and then after that, I, I said, can we move Matt to webinar? <laughs> And we did. So, and we did. He does pull in big numbers. So, yeah. Um, allow participants to rename themselves. Check so, check. allow participants to rename themselves. We leave this checked as by default. So, if you were to um, 
press Alt-U and go to the participants list. You could rename yourself. It's on by default, and it'll probably be on by default until someone abuses it. So, <laughs> but usually, you know, we want you to be able to rename yourself when possible. And that would be another reason to remove somebody. So in all seriousness, uh, when we have these calls, it is our responsibility to keep them safe and respectful for all. And so if somebody comes in and uses an inappropriate name on, that is a reason to remove them from the call. Yeah. Just this full stop. (laughs) Uh, It, it, we, they just, we don't, it's okay. We don't need to. That'd be like somebody, you know, coming in. Anyway, I, we just don't need to. Yeah. Uh, the other, the other thing that I will say is that we we will be implementing uh, where people coming in with phone numbers or unidentified iPhones. Um, we will try and get people to identify themselves as well. If people refuse to identify themselves. That is also a reason for somebody to remove someone. Um, You know, we're all in this together. So, you know, I think that we ask people a few times and if they don't, um, and that's up to the host and and the meeting, but I'm going to just say that I think that we, that is something we should have the right to expect people coming in to identify themselves. This also includes when people block their we have people who come in sometimes with their phone numbers blocked. Um, and yes. right now on our accounts, we have it <clears throat> set so that phone numbers are masked. So when you're coming in with your phone number, um, it only shows the first three digits. So the area code and the last three digits of the phone number. So there really shouldn't be a reason for people to block their phone number. That's just my opinion. It's but true. <laughs> when and they come that in. is the case, at least on all of our accounts. We've encouraged other people to do the same on uh, their accounts. But, you know, anyway. All right. Um, Place out. Allow participants. Play sound when someone joins or leaves. Possibly the most annoying feature. <laughs> we leave this unchecked. Um, it's just, it's just really annoying when to and hear it. And it's right up there constantly. with ask everybody to unmute themselves. It really is. Just do not check that checkbox. I could have just kicked myself on a call once. I'm like, oh my gosh, why do they set this up this way? And then I forgot that I could have gone in there and just unchecked it at any time. So. <laughs> um, so this enable the waiting room. Um, so sometimes if when you press enter on this, instead of coming directly into the room, it's almost like, you know, they got to wait at the door <laughs> until you let them in. So the waiting room is like a line, I would, I would say. Um, and and it, it's a good feature if you are needing to ensure uh, a closed meeting of a certain group of people and by invitation only, and you want to make sure that only the people, this elite group, is coming into your call, right? That would be a great yep. reason to use waiting room. <clears throat> Otherwise, at least, not at least until you go to let somebody in and then it went on to the wrong, <laughs> the wrong focus on the wrong name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then lock <laughs> meeting. So right now the meeting is, it's locked. Nobody can come in. We do that also, like if people want to have kind of more of a closed group, Shannon and I do it for our show after about five or 10 minutes um, because we don't want just the constant alerts to people coming in and out. 
And there's and a couple then, of our well, social or support kind of calls that are more intimate and they will also lock their rooms as well uh, because the some of the conversations are sensitive and, you know, the you want people that are going to be there the whole time, not coming in halfway through a conversation. So, And then we have lower all hands, which only shows up when hands are raised. So I think right now we'll go ahead and lower them. Lower all hands. And that is all that's in the, um, that is in that, that area. Where's the breakout rooms? The, that's on the meeting bar itself. Are we ready for that? Why not? As long as you got the control, why don't we at least show people, I don't want to do breakouts today, but let's just show people where it is (laughs) and the options as though we were going to do it. Okay. Watch the one time that it doesn't always. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. It doesn't work. It might. Okay. So, because people are chomping at the bit to ask questions, so I want to you know give them a chance. Yeah. So, um, this is I guess it's called your meeting controls bar. You can get to it from the participants bar by just pressing escape. And breakout rooms. um, Sometimes it's located on this bar. Sometimes it's it's located under more. So let's see where where it's located today. today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a scavenger hunt. Security drop-down button. Open participants panel. 53 participants. Alt that is button. probably something we should go over at some point. The security panel. Why don't you do it really quick, actually. Okay. Let's do security panel real quick. So I just want to show you this. I discovered it the other day. Open um, security drop-down button. Press enter on this. Menu. Okay. Login. So report. I guess you'd be reporting the whole room. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so this is, you can also go here to lock your meetings. Mm-hmm. Enable waiting room. Allow participants to um, share you screen can, There's an allow participants to share their screen. Allow participants to chat. Allow participants to rename so themselves. So if it's checked, it's on. The meeting alert. Allow participants to unmute themselves. Checked. Allow participants to annotate on shared content. Checked. Remove participant. And report. yeah, so and I don't know what the annotate stuff is. We don't really use that, but I just wanted to just give you an idea that this is so a lot of the same stuff that's in go. the more options is also in the security. But if you get to that first, it's a good one Option. to just jump in on. Pause button. New share. Alt plus shift. Pause share. Alt plus annotate button. Remote control button. Okay. More drop down button. This is more. Press enter here. Menu. Chat. Alt plus H. All right. Yay. Breakout rooms. So we will press enter. Create breakout rooms. Create breakout rooms. So this opens up a little dialogue box here. Create rooms button. Assign 51 participants. So if we were to assign participants into a room, I will Mm -hmm. have Cindy do our math for me. Yeah. So let's just, let's just say we're going to do 10 rooms, Mika. So it'd be about five people per room. Assign 51 participants into 10 rooms. Create rooms automatically. Radio button checked. So that's a default to create them automatically. And then I'm going to go to create rooms. We aren't going to send you guys there, though. No. But there's a little uh, tree view here so that if someone were sent to breakout rooms, you would be able to see which room everybody is in as a host. Recreate button. And then you need to go into options once once you're here. Options window. Move all participants into breakout rooms automatically. Checkbox checked. Allow participants okay. to return to the main session at any time. Checkbox. So not this, um, there's a leave button in the breakout rooms. I'm kind of iffy on whether or not to turn it off because I feel like people should be able should be able to leave if they like felt at all uncomfortable. But sometimes what we found is that people have left the breakout rooms and left people by themselves 
just because they kind of felt like it. So <laughs> you can close the, you can set a timer to close the breakout rooms. So right now it's set at one minute. This is to notify the host of when the time is up for breakouts. And you can set a countdown. So after that 10 minutes is up, you can set a countdown timer just to, so that people aren't just abruptly tossed back in. And right, and right now that timer is set to 30 seconds. And that's pretty much it. And once you were to set all of this up, you would press escape and you would tab to open all rooms button and press enter. Okay. All right. So we're going to stop there and I'll say breakout, breakout rooms, there are some real distinct benefits for them. And if you are in an affiliate and are doing some community type calls and um, would like to break out into like smaller groups, uh, we're using them in socially social calls, uh, giving people 10 minutes, even just to connect with three, three or two to four people. Um, it, it allows people to get to know each other instead of just hearing a voice on a call where, you know, you might be able to talk one time. So uh, we're, we're finding new uses for breakout rooms. Um, and a lot of our hosts still haven't had an opportunity to use breakout rooms. But, you know, it's something that I think everybody should at least be familiarized with. All right, I think it's time we could take some questions. So, Shannon, I'm going to let you uh, handle uh, calling on people for me, please. Did I? I'm not. Am I unmuted? There you, you are. are unmuted. <laughs> okay. Yes, we hear you. I was, I was, I was calling somebody. <laughs> that didn't work. Okay, no. Nathan, let's let's uh, start with you. You can unmute. Hey, Nathan. Can you hear me now? Yep. There you go. Oh, very good. I have I have two questions. Yes. One, um, what, is it, what does it mean to, um, let's see, what was it? Hang on a second. Let me just look here. Um, yeah, how do you do speech on demand? What is sure. That? Uh, if you're using JAWS, it's insert space and then the letter S. And it's a toggle. So insert space S will stop JAWS from just blabbering. Okay. Uh, you still can use JAWS. You can still arrow up and down. It won't talk, but you can do like read current word and it will talk. That's insert space together. Yeah, and insert space together the and S. then the S. And then the letter S. Okay, because yes. I tried it before. It didn't work. I was doing it wrong. Okay. So, and then insert space together followed by the letter S to put it back to full speech. Okay. And then the, the other question I had, just can a person, if you had it set up a certain way, could you have people choose their own breakout rooms breakout you rooms? could assign people to breakout okay. rooms okay. and you can do it even prior to so if, if if somebody so the host is the person that schedules the meetings um in the case of of course this community and most organizations the person that's scheduling is not necessarily the person that's hosting the given meeting but one person usually is scheduling your meetings and when they do that and they invite people, they could technically assign people to a breakout room as well. I so, see. yeah. Thank you. Uh -huh. um, uh, just to let you know, I'll wait in line, but I can't figure out how to raise the handle, which button is which. And I wanted to comment on the video, um, it's, how it it's looks. Alt-Y? Alt or you're yeah. on the Mac, right? Option Y. Option Y. Option y. Mm -hmm. Option. Oh, there you go. 
Okay. Now you're right. in line. Um, <clears throat> Natasha, you're next. Hi, Natasha. Yes, hi. I have two really, really quick questions. Sure. Um, can you tell me the difference between the uh, Zoom meeting client and the Zoom webinar client? Um, yes. And, oh, go ahead. Okay, so webinar is going to take, it's, it's similar to Zoom, of course, but it basically breaks it into kind of like two rooms that are connected to each other. One of the rooms is the panelist side. And so uh, the panelists, they have to be invited to join that side. And that is where your hosts would go as well. So they have to be able to get host privileges. They have to be a panelist first. Uh, typically, you have just your facilita facilitator slash moderator, anybody that may be presenting, and um, and then your host. And in the case of when we do these calls and they're streamed, we might have our streamer there as well. Then on the other side is your attendees. And literally in webinar, there are two panels. So you see all of the participants and then there's the panelist panel and the uh, attendees panel or, or tabs. And you arrow between those two. And when you're on one of them, you can tab to that participant list for that given segment. So you can look at your attendees separate from your panelists. Attendees, as the attendees, you don't get to see who else is in the room. You can't view the participants list and it is automatically set up that you cannot unmute yourself. In fact, you don't even have an unmute button and mm -hmm. the host has to give you that privilege. They allow you to talk. Once they allow you to talk, you're given an, an unmute button, which you can also then mute. Raising hand is the same. Uh, so that's basically it. Otherwise, it operates the same. Perfect. Okay. And my last question, and I apologize if this is an ignorant question. No, but, no um, ignorant questions ever. <laughs> so, of course, when we're using, and I'm a, I'm actually a, um, a Zoom text user, user getting ready to move into a Fusion user, um, and I'm excited about that to learn JAWS. Um, mm -hmm. How do I make it to where, um, as I'm maneuvering on my computer, like I was doing earlier in a meeting, they could hear all of my voice? So you, but wanna, I don't. Yeah, I didn't want to stop the voice, but I don't want them to hear it. Of course. Well, you want to make sure you're on a headset. Okay. That's that's the first and foremost thing. And thank you for bringing that up because, as a host, absolutely you want to be on a headset, no matter mm -hmm. what. Um, and. When we do, uh, when I schedule hosts for community calls, it's from the computer. Um, there are people that host from their phone. You don't have all the same controls. And so highly recommended from the computer. And absolutely, you need a headset or they're hearing your speaker. So the other thing okay. is that if when you're screen sharing, uh, you can just make sure that that you don't check the share my computer sound. So that your screen reader voice won't come. But through. that will only work if you have a headset on. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't have a headset on, they're going to still hear it. So, oh, wait. So you're saying, okay, if I'm sharing my screen mm -hmm. and I do have a headset on, they will not hear my audio? Right. If There's a little checkbox there called share my computer sound, and it's yeah. unchecked by default. Oh, so, so they unless will you hear check it, that. They will hear it. They will hear my uh, speech. Even if I have a headset on, 
if you if you check it. That's what I am wearing a headset. Oh. And when I was doing my sound and you guys could hear Jaws, same thing with Mika. We were screen sharing our sound, computer sound. So, so that no, that's why then. Okay, that yes. is so like question. right now, so you're I, not hearing my sound. Correct. But because that's because okay. I'm not screen sharing it. That's why, because I did have on a headset, because that was gonna be my next question, but I but I was sharing and I didn't know I, you, I needed You must to. have had that checked. Yeah, this the sound. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You. you bet. Thank you. Mickey. Okay, yes. Yes. Um if you are if you have a if you're wanting to you've got some people in one of in the waiting room. Yep. Can a co host Go into that room and talk to those people? No. Nope. Everybody's isolated. Okay. That's what I it, Too bad, right? It'd be nice to make a lo little lobby, you know, serve coffee there. But yeah, we can't. Real magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then let's see. That's it for now. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Mickey. Okay. Uh, if your phone number ends in 288, you can unmute and ask your question. Hi there. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Okay, so my question, Cindy, might Your be name? a little bit... Oh, this is Trish. Hi, Trish. Um, hi. Very, very interesting and very good call, guys. Um, so sometimes when I am on one of my calls, I will have this... And this might be a little bit redundant because I think Nathan asked something regarding this. Um, sometimes on one of my calls, some people will say, Oh, hi, how are you? Um, you know, what is your email address? How can I get in touch with you? Mm -hmm. Can I, at that point... Uh, create a break room and put those two folks in a room by themselves? And if so, how yes. do I do that? Well, I mean, you'd have to go into the I mean, the individuals. The, yeah. You go into the settings of the breakouts and it says to assign. And I think there is where you could assign people. Um, and definitely that's one of the things that when I send out to facilitators and I let hosts know um, on calls, we should not be allowing people to share information unless it's like you're saying maybe in a private way like that um, yeah. because, you know, there's, we just want everything to be safe and you never know who's on a call and who might take somebody's information that it's not intended for and use it. So also, that's a, I'm going to say point. that we should not, um, that people shouldn't like be, feel obligated to share their information. So just because one person might want that That's information. That's true. It yes. often puts the other person in an awkward position. In, a, in an awkward position. Yeah, we've watched that happen many times. So uh -huh. somebody says, oh, you know, so just because somebody asks somebody, person A asks a person B for their information, that by putting them into a room together, that doesn't mean person B really wanted to give their information. Does okay, so sense? the best thing to do is to check with both of them to see would you I like would, me to put you I, in a room where you guys yep, can talk. Yep, and also, okay. I, you know, you might suggest other ways. Like, for example, if they're in the Facebook group, that's a perfect right. place for people to share their information with one another. So, Well, the way I've been handling it up till now is I tell them, listen, if you want to send me your information, yep, then yep. I will that's send it to the it. other person yep. if they send it. Because I don't yep. mind giving out my email, but I didn't well, so think it would be I've appropriate. Done. That's what I've done for a long, for the last six months. So, yep, exactly. Gotcha. Kind of like yep. be the go-between. Okay, yep. thank you so yep. much, guys. You bet. Thank you. Melissa. Sorry, Shannon, I have my Braille display. I can just call on them. Okay. Okay. Uh, one second here. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. You can? Yes. Okay, very good. Thank you. Um, You're still and, quiet, though, Melissa. I'm going to just let you know. Yeah, and I don't know what's going on with that. Oh, anyway, 
Um, so my question around um, this is when you are a host or a co-host, <coughs> if someone is, for example, breathing very heavily into their microphone really loud and you're trying to mute that person, how do you do that? Does Jaws say something like, Someone is breathing heavily. No, or something like uh, that's that. a good point. So there is a control too. Is the hot key for Jaws to tell you the active mic? Now I will tell you that sometimes it doesn't work for people, and you have to do insert three to do the the bypass key, and then do the control two. It doesn't always pick up on those heavy breathers, and we have a few of them, and they usually are on the phone. Yes. Phone people tend to, they don't realize it, but, and it really is, you know, I don't even know if you guys picked that up, but it can be really oh, annoying. Yeah. Yes, yes, we yes. did. <laughs> yes, it's really annoying, and it really is like that. It is. Um, so, Melissa, the way that I would handle it is just start muting people. I mean, we're, we're asking everybody to stay muted unless they're talking. So it's pretty easy to just mute people. And occasionally you'll have the heavy breather be the person that's talking. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's the challenge. Is that it, Melissa? Yes, ma'am. All right, Carla. Thank you. Yep. Yes, uh, I have two questions. I'm starting to teach my homeschool classes online, and I have so many of them this year that it would be handy for me to set a recurring meeting so I don't yep. have to send. And I, I go and I check that, but once I've checked recurring meeting, it doesn't show the time anymore. It's and true. <laughs> and I'm wondering if, if, that's, if that's the way it's supposed no, to be. It, no, it, it does for me. Time. It does for me, so I don't so, know if you're using... Time. If you're using, I so what typically happens is I think that it will show it. It'll show it if you're using the web, but if you're if you're trying to schedule that meeting through the Zoom client, like the desktop client, it's yes, it's really annoying and it does not show it like when you arrow through the list. So if you go to zoom.us and mm -hmm. log in that way, it okay. does show it because that's how I do it. Okay, so instead of just going to my client yeah. on the desk, Carla, reach out to me if you need help. Okay, and then the other question about the waiting room. I'm I'm terrified because I keep getting these things from. You don't Zoom. need to worry about it as long as you do passcode. So okay, waiting but room. I mean, or okay, passcode. let me tell you what the what the message is saying. It's saying that it's going to be automatically. No, enabled. it's not okay. saying that. That's what I'm telling you. Okay, you, they will implement it if you do not schedule your meeting with a passcode so as long as you do passcode waiting room will not be uh, activated but they are using that as a tool for security if you do not schedule your meeting with a passcode so okay, if you want okay. to avoid waiting room just make sure you schedule using a passcode and they can still click on the link and the passcode can still yes. be embedded and all And in that. your okay. settings, in your settings, there is a way to make sure that one, it's embedded in the link. And two, there's another spot where you can, re where you can uh, allow for the passcode not to be required when calling in on the phone. I highly recommend that both of those be checked. Okay, thank Makes you. Makes it easier very, for very everybody. I'm finding this very informative. Thank you, and have a Thanks, good Thanks, Carla, season. and I've missed you. We yeah, once school yet. started, I haven't been able to... Ah, know, well, I'm glad you're here. Homeschool, yes. And Julie! Can you hear me? Yep. Yay! I'm not asking for myself. I'm asking for a thousand people and that have asked me, and I have no idea of the answer. Thank you for the mechanics today. 
people are wondering what requirements they need to have or go through to be an ACB Zoom host. Yep, they need to go through training. They need to have a computer. Um, they and need to have a pro account. Pardon? Do they need to have a pro account? Nope. Okay. Uh-uh. No. Uh, I I do all the scheduling for us. Um, so nope. They just need to have a, a Zoom account. I mean, they need to have. Uh, they need to have Zoom loaded. Right. They need to have a computer. Mm-hmm. They need to have a headset. What, Mika? I said, and they actually do need to have a Zoom account, not a pro account, but no, they do just need a to Zoom have account. a Zoom account. Yeah, they need to have account. a Zoom account. Okay. Uh, but it's free. Right. Um, they need to have a headset with a computer. Mm-hmm. They need to have available time. They need to have a nice demeanor. Uh-huh. They need to go through <laughs> training and they need to be patient because we have a huge waiting list. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Okay. And you will let people know when they're ready for that. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay. Usually uh, we will start, uh, we have people go through and then we'll, we'll schedule people when they let us know their availability and we'll have people shadow them before they're on their own. And yeah. Good. Thank so, you. Yep. Right. Thank you. And if somebody has gone through training and isn't getting any time and wants to see where they're at with it, they should reach out to me. So, all right. Wes. Yeah. I just wondered with the breakout rooms, is it possible we can take a single individual as a new as a host movement to a breakout room if we need to talk to that buddy or, or on the only option is to take the whole meeting and split it up into breakout rooms. Now you could you could just put one person into a breakout room. You can assign a breakout room. And then the host could go over there, talk to him, like say, you know, deal. They could, they talk. could, but I think that if somebody, if there was a behavior that was going on and somebody felt they had to do that, I would just remove them and not disrupt the uh, meeting. Yeah, I got so, it. So there's a way yeah. to take somebody in the hall that you kind of if you want to. If they needed to, yes, they they could. Anyway, thank you. Uh, Thanks. Thanks, Wes. I want to get through these because we don't have much time left. Larray. Okay. Um, this is uh, Larray from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And uh, how do you invite people to join in the first place? It's through the scheduling process. So I could send out invites to individuals from a meeting when I schedule it. In the case of our meetings, I don't send any invitations out. I don't like the invitations personally. So this is Cindy now, not official from, you know, on behalf of Zoom, certainly. But they send out too much information. I highly recommend it. If you are going to be inviting people, you do similarly to how I'm doing it, where you select a phone number, one tap mobile, you put it all in a nice little package. When the first few times I got those Zoom invites, I was overwhelmed by it. And if you are just going to start using Zoom in your affiliate, sending out an invitation like that is, I think, very overwhelming to people when they look at it. They don't know which number are they supposed to click on and what, you know what I mean? It's just too much information. So, you know, you can weed it out. You can copy it. There's a copy uh, link copy the invitation and when you click on that or enter on it it will give you the whole invitation so you can actually copy the whole thing or you can just copy what you want from it and create your own invitation and email it out but i mean where do you get the number where do you how do you get you have to schedule it's when you schedule the meeting on your account you, you go into zoom 
you go into your account and yep, and then you click on meeting, and then you, uh, I think it says um, there's a copy invitation a new, button. There. Schedule a new meeting, okay. and then you go through all those steps. Schedule it, uh-huh. and once you've once you've saved it, then uh-huh. you copy the invitation. Oh, okay. All or right. you could send the invitation, and then you have to know people's email addresses that you're right. sending it to. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Andrea. Andrea, there you are. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Andrea, who doesn't have Hi. Connor anymore was, on her name because I was mean. When you were talking about the breakout rooms, yeah. there were 51 people in the room, and you're going to divide them up into 10 groups. Yes, and it said six per room. I, don't, I didn't catch that part. <laughs> it did. <laughs> so, and I know you talked about people that leave those little breakout rooms. If If I was put into one of those, and did not leave when that time period is up do we automatically yep. get yep. moved yep okay. the rooms are closed and you're just popped back into the big room okay you just get to go and, for a little ride it's pretty fun okay <laughs> all right and then <laughs> when you're dividing that list of 50 some people into those 10 rooms if you haven't assigned them to a room how are they distributed in those 10 rooms? Oh, it's just a random. It's random. random. Okay. Yep. So they don't go through the list and take the No, first. it's not okay. in order. No, it's not oh. in order at all. I mean, when oh, I've done great. it, I, oh, yeah, it's what? a lot of fun. And, <laughs> and in fact, people can come back in and you could do it again. And it, people would go to different rooms and different people. It is a lot of fun. So, okay. yep. All so right. come well, on, on Tuesday, we're going to be using a, on Tuesdays, for sure, I'm going to be using breakout rooms. So Tuesday morning. Oh, in the morning. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Thank Andrea. You. You're Renee, Thank you. we're we're finally to you, Renee. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Well, I'm sorry I can't attend um, a lot of your meetings or a- really any of your uh, meetings, Cindy. I, I I work like I, I work every day, mostly 12 hours a day, 10 hours a day. Okay, keep going, honey, because we're on a short okay. time. So when 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 we were um, when you were doing your video screen, um, all I saw um, I saw the uh, the Zoom when you were doing your video presentation or we were screen sharing and I saw Mika's I was hearing what you were saying and describing the list I just wanted to let you know that I I didn't find the screen sharing helpful uh, to me uh, I did find your verbal presentation and the list although I couldn't get to the list I couldn't figure out how you get to the list to see other people I think I'm going to try and attend a few more sessions and maybe I'll I'll I'm, I feel rushed myself right now. So, <laughs> and we're pretty much movies at this whole screen. Yeah, a couple things of too. things that I didn't know how to share my screen. So you're just hearing the sound because I couldn't figure out how to, and I didn't want to stop and try and figure that out. Um, but and ACB radio people don't need to hear the the see the screen, um, and a good majority of people on here probably don't, but I definitely wanted to. So I'm going to work on that and hopefully be able to show it. When we send out the uh, hotkeys, the shortcuts and hotkeys, we'll include some hotkeys for Mac users as well. So hopefully that'll help you some, Renee. Yeah, I have both PC and Mac. I've been using Tom's room um, for my uh, government employee uh, meetings. I was debating whether or not I really should get myself an account or not. But um, 
um, it, may, it might be a good thing to do anyway. I just wanted to let you know that the verbal was helpful, sure. even if I even good. if you did share your Thank screen you. like Mika did. I wouldn't. It wouldn't help me at all. I have partial vision, but right. I wouldn't be able to follow along what you're doing. Okay. Um, yeah, thank you. And David, I think we're going to keep going a little bit longer if you're okay with that, because we have several questions and I want to get to them. Are you good with that, David? Yeah, um, I, I am. I just want to say, though, you're doing a great job. And there's some things that if you want to, if you, if you do a more advanced hosting stuff and you want some help with, I might be able to give you some thoughts about like audio alerts and things that you were talking sure. about earlier. So. I'd like to get on the list, you know, for the training. Do I send, send, me a, send me an email, but just know I have like 20 people in the wings. Oh, I understand. Not a problem. But yeah, send me, send me uh, an email. Community at acb.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your phone number ends in 001, you can unmute. This is Kathy Lyons. Hi, Kathy. I have a pre-host question. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes when I click on a link that's in the email, nothing happens. Yeah, well, I... I I can't help you with it. It does it to me too. Oh. Uh, so I don't so know why. But I if you go out, is... if you go out of the email and come back into the email, mm-hmm. it often will work. So sometimes... what is the difference between open a meeting and launch a meeting? Um, it's about the same thing. You're just being brought to the Zoom screen. So open a meeting. That's the first dialogue box that kind of comes up you just want to go to that and it'll just it'll just open the meeting it's basically the same thing so you don't use both open and launch just no nope just open okay you gales are doing a great job thank you thank you you. all right so uh let's go with trina hi there uh hi trina um yeah, um, and I know um, you guys have been like encouraging computers, but I I don't have one. So, uh, what controls do you have with the phone? Because I only have my phone. Well, we right know now. that you you don't have you you have a lot of these. Yeah, and you double tap on somebody's name, and you'll mm-hmm. see what you have as the host. Yeah. Right. Um, so I would just you know if you're a host, I would just encourage you to yeah. maybe get together with friends and try it. <laughs> Um, one of the things you can't do is mm-hmm. you can't lower people's hands that are on phones. Yeah. So that's one thing you can't do. Can you screen share on the phone or no? We don't know how. Oh. So you can, okay. you can screen share on the phone, but you oh. cannot screen share sound. Sound. Oh. You can screen oh. share pictures and things like that, but not sound. Oh, oh okay. So oh, that's what I was At least know. that we know curious. of. That we, yeah. We, you know, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. All right, thanks. All right, thanks, Trina. Rick, Rick, you can unmute. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. A couple of questions. Have Have you had any experience with the host key? If you If If so, could you comment on how? I it have might be not. Used? I have not had. I've tried doing it. I've not been successful at it, so I can't comment on it. We seem to have We seem to have had some luck with it, but I hate to comment too much on it out of concern that maybe. Uh, yeah, let's not um, go there until we exactly, know for sure that we exactly. can really... It would be something I would appreciate if you could provide more input on if you can find out more about it, because I think it might be an option for some sure. certain situations. Believe me, it would make my life easier. Right, right. And we have used it in that way to some degree. The other thing, uh, I have had some luck sharing sound, but not consistently, from my I, iPhone uh, okay. through through my computer and the third thing yesterday i was hosting a meeting and had a real problem 
with being able to rename people on phones. It seemed like before I got to the field to rename them, so it again, would jump. The focus again, we're really focusing on the computer in this um, presentation. Right. When yesterday I was using my computer. Okay, That's, and you, I, I normally use my computer. I just so one of the that. things. Oh, you said phone. So one of the things, Rick, that I think is easier because you know Zoom just sometimes bounces around a bit, right? When right. we're okay. Right. So what I've discovered is if I'm trying to change somebody's name, like usually it's a phone number that I'm trying to make into a name, right? If I put a phone number, like just the first, say, you know, 727, or in this case, 1727 in the, in, in, um, in the, uh, what is that? What is it called? Uh, in the search, search box, the search keyword. Uh, then that phone number will come up, and my focus is just on that phone number, and then I can go to more options okay. for them, and yeah, okay. and it doesn't bounce around as much. Okay, I'll try that. And just but then you have to then you have to clear that word, by the way, or you won't see your whole participants. And it's really easy to forget to clear. Yes, it is. And then you're like mad because it's not doing what you want it to do. And to lessen confusion, when I was talking about the phone earlier, I was alluding to the fact that I've been able to share sound from my iPhone through my computer when running a meeting through the computer. Oh, Oh, I see. So Share sound from your iPhone through my you computer. can like hook it up. It looked really complicated. Oh, got so I hadn't, you. Okay, I that's hadn't beyond, gone into it. That's yet. beyond right. What but we're I haven't. I have successfully done that on one occasion. The second time it failed. So okay. But, but I have been able to do that. One time. I didn't know it's possible. <laughs> right. That's, why, that's the only reason I mentioned it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks Thank for you. being here, Sheila. Sheila Styron. Talk hey to there. us. Hi there. You guys are doing a wonderful job. Thank um, you. I. I think most of my screen sharing questions have have been answered at least to the level we're talking about here today. So I just want to ask. Um, Ooh, right your now, microphone is uh, making a lot of noise. My microphone. Yeah, I think it is. is okay, it go on. Yeah, go on. That's a fan. Okay. Um, my question had to do with that. I'm just on my computer now without a headset, and I was wondering if. I do host a lot of Zooms locally through my job, and I have been using an just an AirPod, you know, the, yep. the iPhone, and I have not been getting complaints. Do you consider that good enough? Because I know I do. I okay, because yeah. I have some experiences coming up with you guys, and more that I'm being encouraged to talk about. So okay, I just wanted to make sure. I'll I just say your sound quality right now is great, and if you are yeah. presenting, no problem at all the way you're doing it, because you can just you can always turn off your speech or you know what I mean. Go go. That's to speech what I'm doing right now. Right. I am just on my little Mac. I have wonderful little Bose speakers, and I have just muted my speech. Sure. So you sound great right now, and if you were presenting, it's fine. But as a host, it would be difficult if you're needing to use speech to find things, right? You definitely need to have headphones of some kind. I don't – I'm not picky. As long as you can be heard and you can hear what – you know what I mean? What's going on? Go for it. Yeah, I was going to say, if you didn't like the AirPod idea, I was going to ask for a – um, a recommendation for something to buy, but I've already got the AirPods. Thank you, guys. Oh, you bet. Thanks, Sheila. Bye-bye. I think this is Beth. Is, is that, am I right, Mika? Uh, 505? Is that you, Beth? I mean, yeah. It usually is until yes, it's not, it right? There it is. Hi, Beth. <laughs> Beth. Howdy. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you, um, <clears throat> okay, like if you're hosting for your um, 
for your affiliate or for your even for your church say um why do you need a computer i mean there's a lot of stuff that you could do like with your iphone okay but you can't do everything with your iphone so oh i know that i know you can't lower hands so when and, somebody's and hosting like- when somebody's hosting I want to make sure, especially when they're hosting for, so it's up to individual affiliates how they do things. So I only am going based on what I'm responsible for, which is the community. And I want my hosts that are hosting community calls on our accounts to be able to do everything they need to be able to do as a host. Hence, be on the computer. Okay. And, um, yeah. My my phone skills are better than my computer skills. And also I don't if you block my um I mean my number comes in probably I don't know if it comes in blocked or what, but um it does not. Your number comes in, we, we see your area code and we see the last three digits of your phone number. That's what we see. Oh, that's good because I don't really want to write a name for my for my name, you know, because no, you use fine. it for well, other you're, you're on a regular phone, calls. aren't you? Are you on an iPhone no, or on a, a regular phone? I am on a cell phone. Well, it, it's not a landline. It is a cell phone, though. But it's not a smartphone, right? No. Okay. Not yet. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. TJ. And you guys are doing a great job. Oh, thanks, Beth. Thanks, Beth. TJ Berg. Yeah. Uh, Tom Bergender. Oh, a question. Hi, Tom. Hi, and thank you for corresponding with me all summer about a variety of things. Um, you've alluded to setting up personal Zoom accounts. At the meeting the other day, you described how to actually go about setting them up. Would you review that quickly here? Um, I'm probably oh, maybe not. That was me. I that can was do Mika. it on my next call. Yeah, again. Mika will be doing her call again on Monday. But it's and basically so- you just go to zoom.us and you'll be able to set your account up from there. So, yeah, that's for anybody to set up a free account. You can do it from zoom.us. And Mika will be doing her Zoom on Zoom call again at 4 p.m. Eastern on Monday. And um, so definitely check that out. And I do believe that it, uh, some of them are already up as a podcast on acbradio.org uh, slash ACB hyphen events. And look for Zoom on Zoom. All right. And I think that is it because I'm down to Shannon. And I don't <laughs> think Shannon has a question. Shannon, so, do you have a question? <laughs> if there are uh, no other no questions, questions, a couple of things that I, I want to say. I mentioned about Control 2 so you can see who's talking. That really is helpful as a, as a host. Um, also, again, using JAWS. And I think it works with NVDA too. If you're in the participants list and you do insert T, it will tell you how many people are in the room. So uh, that's just, those are a couple of other helpful little tips. All right, guys, thank you so much for being with us. And thank you, David, for streaming. And uh, we will be back next Saturday with a similar presentation. So if you know people that this would benefit, let them know. And on Tuesday, we will be taking a sneak peek behind webinars. So if you're wondering about webinar and what does it mean about panelists and attendees and hosts and what you see uh, as the host and all of that. Uh, Join us on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern and we will just take a 
Are you, are you going to want next Saturday streamed again if it's the same material? Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Very good. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you all.